Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Sports to the Max. News Talk 830 WCCO. Joining us from Minneapolis Park Board of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Becca Thompson, seven months into her uh, uh, since being elected, and she's also a professor at Augsburg University. Uh, you, you, you teach math, right, Becca? I do teach math, yeah, and actually, why, why would anybody have... choose to teach math, man? I, I I couldn't stand to be a student in math. Well, you didn't have me for a teacher. <laughs> there I mean, you go. The problem. You need more people who just are dorks for math and also love working with people to explain it. It's like the most beautiful thing in the whole world. Are you a fan of baseball? I mean, come on. I played baseball, baseball my like, whole and... life. My, I know See, my exactly. statistics. They, uh, have you ever heard the term, Becca? There. Have you ever? You're a big baseball fan. Have you ever heard the term? You can't hit your weight. <laughs> I have actually have not. Okay, that no, you mean, meaning that you know, if you if you weigh 170 pounds, you better be able to hit more than 170. Okay, so I, yeah, I brought this I, up yeah. and I clarified at the last hour, and I got a text from somebody, uh, and yeah. it says, "Mike, I heard you say you're not hitting your weight. I heard that instead of improving your hitting, you went on a diet." Broom ching. <laughs> Ah, oh, uh, they got it. a sense of humor. It. They do, Becca. Oh, yay, man! I'm a big baseball fan. Anytime, any, anytime anyone can make a, 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 a like a connection to baseball, I, I know I you love, love it. I, I can hit my weight for sure. Okay, I can hit sure. like twice or three times even. Yeah, but but, but yeah. you're in great shape too. So you know. <laughs> now, now, when you're with college kids in a classroom setting, just take me through. Right now, in this day and age, do you get to engage them a lot in conversation? And, and, and what are they most concerned about? How, how has the college kid changed over the last 20 years? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I, I, will, I will say social media has changed and, and smartphones and computers have changed a lot of things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's 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 almost difficult to quantify. Everyone is used to doing everything online. People are used to having the computer in their pocket, as I say to people. Um, that's what I call our phones because that's really what it is. Yeah. We use them like one one hundredth of the time we actually are on them on the phone. The rest of the time we're reading things or looking things up or on a Zoom or whatever. And so, yeah, no, it's it's I, I don't know what they're worried about. They're worried about their grades. <laughs> like, so, but, but okay, but I'm, I'm, let me ask you this question, okay? Then because this, yeah. uh, this is a fair question when it comes to math. Please, why why do we need many math courses when, when, when we're almost it's almost impossible not to have access to a computer to give us the answer? That is a great question, and I will tell you point blank. I'll tell you two. You have to wait for the second part of my answer once okay. I give you the first. Yep. Okay. First part is you don't. Straight up, you don't. Okay. You don't. Okay. But but the reality is, and here's the second part is that I firmly believe I was just talking with someone. It's like, I play the piano. I played, I played baseball. I'm not trying to like, like 
math, mathematics, like it so links from physics to music to science to literature. I, I went to Juilliard and I was studying Shakespeare and I, one day I was like, oh, I get this because it's like an equation. And everyone else was like, what is wrong with you? But I was like, no, like sentence structure. It's all like, it's, so it's, the, it's, it's a really comprehensive way to think. And so if you learn those tools, it can change your life, but you're absolutely 100% correct. You don't, nobody really needs it anymore. You can actually put a calculus, you can screenshot a calculus problem and, and find some website to solve it for you. So, God, no, you're right. Dang it, man. Where was that when I was sitting in Cal class? Wow. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> Got the slide rule coming out. Oh, man. Well, that, that's good yeah. stuff because what you're talking about is it, it's a way to train your brain is what you're saying, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, call, I call it like it's like hitting the gym for your brain. It's like, you know, if you want to – hitting the gym, okay, yeah, there's weightlifting is like a sport. But it's not necessarily – it's usually that's the thing that you do – to be fit for the other things that you play. Yeah, you lift weights, you can play any sport you want. Absolutely. So you do math so that your brain learns how to do whatever it wants to do. That's the that's best the explanation I've heard. Yeah. Good. I'm going to use yeah, that on my go. kids coming up here when I get home tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> Becca, the reason yeah, we have you on those Hiawatha Golf Course is, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say in danger, but uh, they're, they're talking about, and, and there's a vote coming up, and you're part of this group. There's nine people voting on it. Um, yep. Uh, letting it flood and then redoing the whole, th- redesigning the whole thing, and, and it's an 18-hole course. It's tradition rich, and, and redesigning it with just a nine-hole course. A lot of people, I had yeah. Tom uh, Lehman on, uh, are saying, "No, yeah. no, we can't do that. We can't do that uh, to, to this this much storied course." Tell us where it's at right now. Well, you know, uh, how, how can I say this and be and be uh, uh, sensitive to all parties? There, there's a where it stands right now is that the the people who want to eliminate the course and I'll just stay at the jump. Not anyone who plays golf knows that nine holes is not a course. So so I, I've likened it with my colleague uh, Commissioner Men's that it's like it's like saying I want to play. You we we're not going to destroy baseball, but you only get first and second base. So it's like okay, well I can play hotbox, but I'm not playing a game. Like right. it's not the traditional game, right? Yeah. Um. So so those people who want to get rid of golf are very organized and uh, very insistent and um, the, uh, have been very uh, consistent. And uh, a lot of the commissioners have been listening to that. And um, so that's where it stands. And then there are some people such as myself and many others who are, you know, Tom, that you mentioned is one of them who are trying to get everybody on board to say, no, 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 no. You can't. This is an historic site. Um, this this is this is so much bigger than the space that it's on. Um, before that, that, before we move to the historic site yeah. about it and why why that comes into yeah. play, what would this redesign look like if they did it? How how would it function again after it flooded? What, 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 how would this go down over the next couple of years if they just said, "Hey, it passed, and now we're going to go forward with it"? Well, I mean, I'll tell you right now, and this is this is. Let's say that it passed tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Or, or like in five minutes from now, we will would not be breaking ground on it for like six years, if if not ten, because it is so monumental and expensive, and um, so that is a huge barrier. Sometimes I feel like, are we? Why are we even having these conversations? As someone said to me, this is a big plan that goes into a binder. You spent a, a you know hundred thousand dollars on it, and then it goes up on a shelf, and that's where it'll sit. Your hundred grand just became a, a binder on a shelf because hmm. there's no there's no way to move it forward. 
I mean, in the idea would be that you would have this, the, these nine holes tucked away in a corner um, up by where the clubhouse currently is. And, um, and then the rest would be, uh, I mean, I don't have the plan in front of me. Everybody, when I talk to them about it, they say, well, this, the details can change, so don't be too married to it. And I'm like, well, but then isn't that the whole idea? Um, but it would be like, you know, bike paths, and rock i think at one point there's a rock wall center on there and a and a and a coffee shop um and and the idea is that you'd activate is the word activate the space more with different users is what people are advocating for um that are advocating for that so now let's get to the history part of it because it's a historical uh, for people not familiar with hiawatha golf course explain why why i broached that topic uh well, so, and I, I am, I have always kind of known about Hiawatha, but I haven't known the details that I'm learning. And I'm actually like, I feel like I'm a little behind the eight ball in some of this myself. Um, with, with the, the African-American community, it, it is a, it, it is real, it was really early. It was, Hiawatha was one of the first courses that could be played. Um, and it even had its own problems with segregation where um, black golfers were not allowed in the clubhouse. And we recently named that, renamed that for Solomon Hughes because he, he pushed for that. Yeah, he integrated and, it, right? And yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, it was like, it's, it's got its own kind of storied history of, of that went alongside us. You know, I, I don't know. I just saw the movie, the Elvis movie the other day. And yeah. if anyone's seen that, like there's all this stuff going on about, about the like, it, it reminded me of just how tumultuous. Yeah, I know. We forget about it. the Elvis movie. I mean, you, if you're going to be with the African Americans, and you go to this part of town, and and and, and you yeah. go into this club at this time, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then when you're when I, I, I the whole time I couldn't help but like see it through the lens of like, my gosh, like this course was a place that the black community felt comfortable going to and holding business meetings and and getting together and ha- like i mean i've had stories people have told me that they they would have cookouts every sunday after they would play around a golf it was like it was like the place to go and be and and uh it, it's so much larger than just the space that it's on in my mind i mean if you're gonna have like again going back to the elvis i'm sorry i said my brain the elvis movie but if you're gonna have like a lot of those places like like Sun Records is on the National Registry of Historic Places in Graceland and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, well, if those things are historic and it was just a singular place where a guy, you know, recorded a record, like h- how can this place not also be? Uh, I mean, when it, when you think of the integration that it led to within our city and just as it rippled through the, the upper Midwest. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still on my journey to really truly understanding, um, but the stories that I've heard is just it's clearly something that's very well, dear. What does it to take to make something an historical uh, landmark? Uh, it takes a lot of paperwork. I'm discovering, <laughs> <laughs> but it does. Yeah, and and there are there are some people. I will say there are some people advocating for this at different levels. There's um, something has to happen with the state. I don't entirely know. All, I, I will admit I don't know all of it, but I do know that something has to happen to the state, um, and then it can then go on to like the federal. Because um, you know, you hear that thing you say, level. "Well, you can't tear that down. It's a historical something. You know, it's been yeah. designated." Is it the same kind yep. of concept? Yeah. Yep. That is the. Yeah. That would be. I mean, that would. That's the idea. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And, and when, when I talked to you last week, uh, this is Becca Thompson, by the way, from the Minneapolis Park Board. Uh, it sounded like five four uh, would be five four would be the vote if you took it today uh, in favor of allowing it to flood and, and changing its its current yes. status to a nine hole course. Is that still the case? Well, there are definitely there are definitely things. I mean, honestly, even in just today, I mean, things are moving very quickly, um, and there are a lot of things that are coming out. Very fast. I would say. I mean, I would. I would say that that is, that is still that that is still maybe an idea. Um, but I don't know if, if it's as secure as as others would like. I, I mean, I, I. It's there are a lot of moving parts. I will just say that there are a lot. There are a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of stuff I, going I, on behind the scenes, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what I'm hearing here as I read between the lines. Really, yes. Oh. Oh. Yes. There are. A lot of things behind the scenes, but I would say that that would still pretty, be pretty close to accurate. Yes. Okay. Last question is not about this, but you you represent the north side in terms of the park. But we, we, we just had yeah. Jerry McAfee on Rubber McAfee because there was a oh, you did? downtown okay. uh, Minneapolis yesterday uh, on oh, Nicollet Mall and yeah. girls paralyzed, and it's just it's awful. Uh, but but on the north oh, side, gosh. you've experienced some of that as well. Tell tell me yes. how the park board can help alleviate some of that, or how do you see yourself? over on the north side in terms of, you know, helping public safety as well. Well, what, what can the park board do in functionality to help that? Oh, gosh, it's a great question. It's a big one, and it's one that I've been um, engaging in since before I was elected. But, like, I, I see it as twofold. Like, I really think that uh, we need to get a lot more kids involved in our park stuff, and that's bolstering some of our rec centers and making sure that we have staff to get kids into parks and I've been in talks with some school board members to connect doing just doing a better job being partners with schools to get kids after school. I, I was telling the some school board members, I was like, you know, kids are kids are required to go to school, so that's they all show up there, but then they typically don't necessarily like it. Going back to math, I've certainly had plenty of people who don't like it. Um and and uh but but then they can have their neighborhood park that if we can get, if you can help us get them engaged where we can connect them to their local park, we can, you know, just help that whole circle um, at play with, with the community kids. And then also, you know, just on the, the, the pragmatic side, I, I think it's important to try to, with our budgetary process, get more street reach workers and, and park, park agents out there just just people out there. The more there's there's people, then the the, the like people of of um, of good intent uh, in the parks. Then sure. I feel like the safer they can be they can become. So, so um, what I hear here is it's not just about creating more parks. It's about creating parks that people want to participate on. So therefore, you have foot traffic and you have good elements. Ab- absolutely. I yeah yes. I mean like like I. I have been a teacher for for 20 plus years and saying that sometimes makes me feel old but like it's it's I I love working with kids and I have worked with them my entire life and I know that they're desperate for something to do and someone to to give them the guardrails of what to do and when that doesn't exist that's when they find themselves getting in trouble and I just I just know this cuz I've worked with them and um you know, it's escalated to a point where where guns are solving everyone's problems, and that's a 
obviously I, I say that with tongue in cheek because that's yeah. not a good idea. Um, and and I and but but working with these kids and knowing it's it's like what happened. I didn't I didn't even realize there was another one that happened. Was it today you said a shooting down yesterday? yesterday? Yeah. Oh sweet lord! I, I honestly didn't even know um, that that uh, that the the horrible shooting of like a week ago right downtown before the Twins game. Yeah. Like I, I it it breaks my heart, and I also know that these are kids who need deep relationships with people. And if they're not getting it the way that they maybe normally would and could, I would like to see us as the parks um, just activating spaces with good mentors in the park. However, that whether that's people we staff or whether that's partnering with schools or whether that's partnering with nonprofits, I know I've been in conversations with a few of them. Just to get kids out there, I, I'm a I'm a firm believer that you know if you uh if you throw a ball out onto a field eventually some kids are going to start kicking it around and if you as an adult can like stand there and give them some some guidelines as to how to play nice with each other before you know it you've got a soccer game and then you do the same thing and you, before you know it, you've got a baseball game and they kids want to do that and i don't care how tough they act like they're going to be i i've worked with <laughs> I say kids, but into the college level, and that is, it remains the same. You throw a ball out there, the kids are going to want to play. So, yeah, that's, I, I, I hope that that is something that we can do. It, it, it's not something that will turn over in a day because we've honestly, they kind of lost our way a little bit um, with the community. And so it's a long, it's a long road back, but I know it can happen. A long road back, but we got to keep trying, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And being on the north side, I got to say, like, I know a lot of these kids that are getting them. So, like, I've been their teacher because I have taught on the north side. I love them. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, and, and let me tell you something else, Beck. And, I, and for, the, for yeah. the record, for people that maybe have a, a stereotype with it, these are talented, fun kids, aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like I, I love them to death. And it's just, it's just you know, it, it's just we're all prone to doing stupid things when we're a certain age. But then when there's like, honestly, when there are guns involved, it gets, it escalates. Like I've oh. just seen it. I've seen and then it there's happen. no turning back pretty soon, you know? Exactly. 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 No. And I don't want to, no, no. St- like they're good kids. They're good kids. They are. I wish everybody like, could meet them. Yeah. No, I do too. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, gosh, I wish you would have, I wish I would have known you back when I was teaching at the school PYC because we'd have this weekly soccer game. And it was the best. Like these these kids who would be like so like want to be tough as nails. The next thing you know, they're giggling like like. Yep, they're just playing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're not yep. any different yep. than the ones that live where I grew up in exactly. Sibley County, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right, Becca, you keep doing what you're doing and keep us posted, okay? Absolutely, and uh, and you can watch the watch the meeting on the seventeenth for. Uh, for what's going to happen with Hiawatha next steps. Anyway. August 17th. Okay, keep us posted, yeah. but appreciate your time. Will do. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Have a good night. You bet. Becca Thompson. Nice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 